the very least. Uh... Oh, look, there it is. Look, there it is. Look, look, we live, wow. we live now. Yo, let, welcome to homeroom is smooth. <laughs> I'm gonna just steal your intro because you ain't doing it right. <laughs> Yo, so, so y'all, listen, 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 y'all. Okay, we were supposed to start. Okay, why we started, and I didn't press the live button. I just did the little countdown. I did my little intro. Everything was great. And we was over here just really talking. And I'm looking. I'm like, where's the little time thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, it normally wow. tells me what time it is. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I messed up, y'all. But anyway. Oh, uh, good. We do the introduction correctly now. Hit the notification bell. And hopefully, uh, eventually, I'll learn how to go live properly. Um. With time. Anywho, uh, let's start these intros over. <laughs> so, Talia. Hi, I'm Talia. My name is Talia. I am a fashion and lifestyle blogger, journalism student. Um, I also do web content writing. So, hit me at WillTallyX on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. Yeah, uh, are we gonna tell her to get on Twitch again, or no? We're just gonna we just gonna let that go. Right, well, I, I don't know. That, 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 that was that was a that was too good of a conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, just, I, I I just I just brought it up to be a smartass. That's all I did. That that derailed the intros in the first place. So <laughs> yeah, so we yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. actually actually it was a blessing in disguise that I didn't. Yeah, low key, low key. So yeah. Lee, introduce yourself, my man. All right. Um, my name's Bailey Pitcher or Lee, eh, primarily. Eh, um, I'm on Instagram. That's it, actually. Was, <laughs> and sometime in the future, I, I do plan on going on to Twitch and <clears throat> just do open discussions on anything and everything. You ask a question, I'll teach myself or tell you what I know. Oh, and we can talk about it. All okay, right. okay, all right. Yeah. For sure. Um, Char, go ahead. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. My name is Charmaine. Everybody calls me Char. Um, look, I do a little bit of this a little bit of that. You cut off by your name. Like, can you can you move your camera down a little bit so people can see you? Like, your your face is uh -huh. cut off by your little name banner. No, oh, like, you got to point it up at the ceiling there, like, down. I can't really adjust. It's the... It's the what? It's a tablet. Oh, it's the way the tablet's sitting. Okay. Got you. So you need to get something on the You got the little, the little thing on it that like boosts up. Let me do some rearrangement here. Okay. Uh, yes. See, I, I tried to center my camera. So, like, I have it stacked on some band aids. <laughs> some band aids. <laughs> Hold on. I think, I think I'm working something out here. I think I'm. Okay. So, so Retta, go, go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, you're just gonna skip over me like that? No, nah, we're gonna yeah. come right back to you. Like is that is that better? <laughs> no, like no, just move it a little bit to the side. Like, cause you're trying to like center yourself. I get it, I feel it, but I'm gonna need no wrong way. You like, don't understand. I have a raggedy blind. Move, over you're here. Right. People can't you're see right. them raggedy blind. You're right. Move move the move it to, to your oh, you got some raggedy blind. Oh see? girl, we don't care. <laughs> I care. Dude. 
I hate this so much that the camera is flipped. Like, do you see this shit? And then, this is weird. Let's do it like this. I don't this? like this at all. Like, <laughs> everything is flipped on there the camera. There we go. Is that better? Yes. yes. There we go. All right. All right. So, go ahead and introduce yourself, okay? Since you, you took back over. <laughs> all right. Hello, my name is Char. <laughs> Everyone, um, my real name is Charmaine. Everybody calls me Char. I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, I, I like to do podcasts occasionally. Um, let's see, I do social media marketing. I haven't really launched it officially yet, but I do freelance social media marketing right now. I absolutely love it. I love having deep conversations with good people and good vibes. Nice to meet everybody. Well, you gonna help me market my, my stuff? Huh? When you gonna help me market my stuff? Oh, well, hit me up. We can arrange something. Hey, okay, okay, okay. Say less. <laughs> say less. Not, okay, you, not you. Not you asked her on live, so she had to say yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. Right. <laughs> but no, I got you. I got you. Okay. So, um, Retta, what's good? Hey y'all, my name is Sharetta. Um, everybody calls me Retta. I am so sorry that I am pulling a Celine and flat ironing my hair <laughs> on live. I got some stuff to do today, so it is what it is. Right, right. I, I feel it. I feel it. Um, I, I do have social that. media. I actually never say my social media, but I'm gonna say it today. It's kind of complicated. I don't underscore share underscore TTA. I don't share to spells my name. That's my way to follow me on Instagram. Um, I haven't been able to get it back in my Twitter in like eight years, so that's dead. Any yeah. Oh, I forgot to. So I forgot to drop the IG handle. My bad. So what, what's your, what's your IG handle? Don't drop it. My IG handle. It's free spirited Char. Char. Mm. Apparently, I can't talk right now. You can find me on Twitter at What's Up Smooth. Okay. You can find me on uh, Facebook on my like page at Home with Smooth. You can find me on Instagram at uh, Home with Smooth as well. Um, I will give you my personal, but like you'll be able to find it instantly. You, you'll know me. Um, anywho, so what's up? Like, how y'all been? Like, you know, some of y'all ain't seen y'all in a minute. You know what I'm saying? How y'all been? <laughs> I ain't oh, seen y'all since Clubhouse was talking. Busy. Busy school. Um, I'm like approaching finals. Uh, they gave us a curfew here in Montreal, so we have to stay inside. We have to go. We have to be in our house um, every day by eight, or we could get tickets. Mm. Um, you know, just surviving. A second neck. Yeah, I just been really busy. I got like um, full time job, three marketing clients on the side. Just, I just have a lot going on right now. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I feel that. So um, let's get into this icebreaker, man. So zombie apocalypse, it happens. 
what what's the first thing you're doing like it pop like literally it's zombies outside mm -hmm. you wake yeah. up it's zombies what is the first thing you're doing all right so are we with a group or are we by ourselves you're in, <laughs> you by yourself where you are by right yourself now. no no, no, no you, you by yourself you are right now you wake up it's zombies what you finna do? Like, I'm not saying like the zombies in your face. I'm just saying like all of a sudden, you, you know what I'm saying? You wake up, you open your phone, everybody's like, oh my God, there's zombies everywhere. Well, <laughs> what are you first, first I'm gonna make sure um, that everything's barricaded and then I'm gonna cry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a realistic answer. <laughs> Take note. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna be very scared. I, I'm. I don't I don't do creatures outside of humans. <laughs> so, I don't even watch scary movies. <laughs> I'm going I'm going to freak out and then I'm gonna mm -hmm. find hopefully hopefully I have some wood that I can, you know, uh nail into the walls to, to barricade the windows. Mm -hmm. But I'm assuming if there's zombies outside I can't go to the grocery store and prepare. So I know people who have been preparing for this for years. I'm not one of those people, so I I don't know. Okay, okay, I feel that. Lee, what you gonna do? Um, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll probably freak out, but in a realistic situation, if zombies even, like, became real, well, like, it would be, like, the best solution would be a bunker-down situation, because it, assuming that they are dead-dead, they are still decaying. So, I mean, you give it, what, like, two, three months, and they're going to decay to the point where they can't even move. Oof. So, like, I feel I feel like my first goal would be to try and get to, like, some kind of military bunker or some shit. Because I don't have, like, years worth of food. Mm -hmm. I would have, like, food for, like, two weeks and then have to run out and do shit. So, which I ain't trying to do. Okay. Right. That's nice. That was smart. Okay. For real. Yeah. But yeah. bring on the guns. Yeah, forget the guns, man. I'm running. <laughs> what? You <laughs> think you can outrun a zombie? <laughs> but I want to yeah. like take some down. But you see, like about the whole zombie and like movement thing, you notice how like there's two there's always like two different types of zombies portrayed mm -hmm. in movies. Either the ones are super slow or either the ones are really fast. So you never know right. like what you're gonna right. get, man? But like in a realistic crazy. thing, like if you're dead, your body and muscles are deteriorating, and if it's pushing it, um, the body to the point of where it's getting to that like threshold, that joint threshold, it'd well, be slow, right? By the time they get to the yeah, they would get to that um like sprinting threshold, old before I do. Oh, oh, and they're they're probably done and out, out, and their bones or our joints are, are like flaring up at that point, and they're literally just wearing out their body from there. Mm -hmm. So, like, so, I can't hmm. see a world where a zombie is going to be able to keep up to, with me long enough, uh, because I'm a channel my my inner Hussein Bolt, and uh, I'm, <laughs> okay. <dipping>. I'm gone. <laughs> Right. But also, isn't the whole point of, of avoiding zombies? Because in zombie movies, they also, if they get a hold of you, you turn into a zombie. Right. So that, that's true. I don't think it's more that's so about the speed. It's more so you don't want to turn into one of them. Exactly. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I'm just thinking more of a, like, realistic situation more than movie-based shit. Because, like, 
I just can't see like a zombie thing happening unless it's like The Last of Us, where it's like a fungal disease more. Yeah. Right? But then, like, they don't need to really sustain themselves to be alive. I and if it is fungal, they're already going after things that are already dead because that's how like most funguses survive anyway because they're eating things that are dead. So I don't think we would be concerned with even zombies at, at that case. It would just be correct, um, like corralling them. Now I don't know. I don't know who, who reads the Bible in here or who, who believes in God. But if if you read, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. So, oh. Alice said. <laughs> We miss you, Alan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hey, so like some other people, like, hey, like for the first time, I put this on my like my actual like Facebook profile, like my personal page. I put it up here for the first time. So if you're watching this, just if you want to see what happened earlier, you go to YouTube. Um, at some point, I'm gonna cut it off of my Facebook channel, so you just gonna have to go to YouTube or my Facebook like page to watch it from there. But I just wanted to give put this out here so people can see the product or whatever, whatever. But right now we're doing a little icebreaker or whatever with the little zombie stuff. Me personally, like, if oh uh, wait 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 huh? I was I was missed out before you cut me off. Huh? <laughs> I never even got a word out. He was yes, always talking about who is go a ahead, follower go of ahead, Jesus go Christ. Ahead, go ahead. And Shark, I am a follower of Jesus Christ. You said you didn't know. I want to make this. Clear. So hear me out. What I'm about to say. Okay. If, if, okay. Like if you're if you believe in God and you read the Bible, he says that when he's coming back, like he's going to raise the dead. And I want I wonder if that's like a zombie apocalypse. That's pretty much what a <laughs> a zombie apocalypse is: people raising from the dead. Yeah. So yeah, maybe we are going to experience it. The, yeah, we just don't know what in what state, you know, like that technically would count, but you know, because there's not really specificity to you know what form they're going to be. Yeah, you know, because I, I also believe that, like, um, I, I I believe that there's some truth to a lot of movies that we watch because the human brain, yes, it does have an imagination, but. God also gives you vision. He also gives you ideas. And these ideas don't just come out of the blue. Like they didn't just randomly make up people with humans with superpowers and, right. and, and zombies and stuff. Like it had to come from somewhere. That has to be some kind of trick to it. You bring up a good point in that too, because like there is this saying that goes around and you might've heard it before, but the fact that there is uh, no original ideas, that there is always yeah. something to stem from something, and that, that yep. kind of goes in, in such a general aspect that, like, other people have been saying the same thing, but in different words. Heard? Yep. Like, there is always some level of truth in any kind of story or joke. Mm -hmm. okay. Like, mm -hmm. like you, right. you could just, like, look at any, like, comic, and it's, there's always some, like, um, like, like history lesson in there or, like, just yep. a fact of life type thing. And that's, I feel like, like that's where the sense of the joke comes from. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, if, yeah. if it wasn't any type of truth, it wouldn't be as relatable. Yeah, yeah, it, right. it's a relatable factor, a hundred percent. And uh, exactly. you're you're absolutely right. Like when it comes to like uh, like Greek mythology and like stuff in the age of Stoicism, um, like like you 
you have to take into the account that some of the stories were a, a little off the wall oh, and just a little extravagant. But if you break it down to its bare bones and kind of analyze where they were getting these ideas from, um, it, it comes, you know, like super interesting. Like the fact that they thought Cyclopses existed and what wasn't super far off that at the bare bones um, of it, that it was a giant creature that used to exist this of abnormality and it was a mammoth skull that they were looking at and finding and then describing to an artist to put it on their history so like you ever play like telephone like in um yeah like improvised right, games yeah. it's it's right. like this so this adventurer goes out out tells the people what they find the artist takes that information and makes his own interpretation of it and so on and so forth so Yes, yes, we're, we're, we're here, okay. Lee. We're here. Okay, 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 okay. So y'all went very deep and metaphysical and all that other stuff. This topic was supposed to just be fun, like. No, 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 no. Answer the general question. You I'm sorry, that's the way my brain thinks twenty four seven. But no, I feel you. I feel you. Oh, I, so smooth. What's your look. So look. So look. So look. Wake up. <laughs> wake up there's zombies okay all right so first thing first thing i'm doing i'm checking where are they at and where have they been you know what i'm saying like so i know where what to avoid and where where i can go how okay? are you checking that information yeah okay people people literally have recorded like explosions happening right next to them, you know what I'm saying? And then a live stream yeah. cut off. This age is different. Like this generation is different, okay? They they will do anything to get it on live. They will do anything. That's very I true. Know. That's very true. I know. But do you I'm think we're still gonna have Wi Fi and cell service when they because in so, all these movies, so like the world shuts down. So wait, so wait, so listen, so listen, so listen. Like a lot of information on the phone, like preload, right? So as long as your phone is on Wi-Fi or whatever, my like my Facebook and Twitter and all that, Instagram, it preloads. Therefore, like when I open, there's a screen of information that may be about like it might be two hours old, but it's already sitting there. Okay, the zombie apocalypse, unless it happened in the last five minutes, he is you know right. What I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to be able to get some information. I might not be able to know everything, but I'm going to be able to get some information. Mm -hmm. Then after that, it's a matter of, like, well, the un, um, like certain power things are going to go down. Yes, that's, that's a given. Yeah. You know, certain things are going to collapse into itself. But it all depends on where the zombies are. Like, for instance, if I'm on the West Coast and all the zombies are on the East Coast, I should be relatively fine on the West Coast for now. Are you sure about that? You think they 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 worrying about time zones? No, no I'm not so worried about time zones. I'm just saying that they're not in your area. area. Are you speaking of like? Are you saying like you know if you get lucky enough that ground zero is not where you're at, you have time? Zones. That's what I'm saying. You don't think it's gonna hit the entire yeah. Earth at the same time? No, no, no that's not possible. So. It, it it literally depends on what type of zombie apocalypse we're talking about, and and then they even if you, still have, to, you still have to have a zombie. And you're uh, talking about us being deep. You just took my mind like to a whole. Whoa, this is too much. <laughs> like no, but it, it always starts with a ground zero. Always starts with a ground zero. Oh yeah. Always. 
Always. Ground Zero is easily going to be in China or India. Let's just be real. They are the highest populated areas. Yo, if it starts over there, like, we are massively... Well, we see what what happened with COVID. Where did it start? Right. Where has everything started? (laughs) Wow. COVID, SARS. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I, I can't... All right, I can't say none of that. that, that Ebo- Ebola started in Africa, and I feel like that's the only like really big virus that didn't start from like the Euro- Eurasia yeah. continent. Yeah, this is true. These are facts. Yes. See, look, he understands. He's my translator. He's always translate for me. Unless it's a coordinated biological attack. Yeah, if it was a coordinated biological attack, like. Like they they're screwing themselves. Like unless you're on on an island like Australia or New Zealand, like you are hardcore screwed. Like all Australia and New Zealand have to do with what they did with COVID, just prevent everybody from coming. Right. Oh, you coming in, bang, shoot the plane down. Like I'm just saying, Fuck like it's coming, zombie apocalypse. I wouldn't blame them for not letting nobody in. That's I wouldn't blame them. No, honestly, like, yeah. Like, like, nah. Like, if it was a boat. Species that could kill people now, so they got their own problems. Yeah, like, if it's a boat, if it's a boat, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can kind of, like, okay, we're going we gonna to see, we're going we gonna to inspect y'all before we let y'all, you know what I'm saying, get off. And then if the boat, whole boat's infected, cool. Just sink it. Okay, then. Zombies I mean, on a boat. I mean, I know it's dark, but I mean, like, it's a zombie apocalypse we're talking about. Well, I'm just thinking, like, because like, they also lose a lot of people. So I'm just like, it's a boat where the zombies coordinated to get to it, like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that the zombie coordinated. I'm just saying, like, somebody got. Zombies coordinated. You got a little scratch, right? You know what I'm saying? They got infected and he and inside one of the shipping containers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you go open the I, container and then, boom, zombie apocalypse. Ooh, what an icebreaker. So you, you showed so many deep people on this live. I don't think you were ready for this. <laughs> yeah, you weren't ready. I, I, I know, I know. I clearly wasn't ready. Y'all wasn't ready. Nobody was ready. <laughs> I was ready. I, I know what's going on. Yeah, we know okay, what's going on. So, anywho, we're going to get into some serious stuff. Now, uh, yeah. so topic number uno is uh, what life hacks have you found to be effective in your life? Are we going in order? How you want to do this? So we, we it's the same way that y'all introduced yourselves, the same way we're going, and then at the end I will go last. So, All right. Well, that means uh, yep. is it plural, like many, or is it just one? Um, you can. Let's just let's limit it to three. Okay, let's limit it the to three? three. Yeah, so we don't go crazy. Okay. Well, definitely, I would say like writing everything. Just for organization sense, because like because I'm a student and I work part time and I'm also like like you know trying to like manage my own blog and I'm also an editor like at a startup magazine. Like I have a lot of projects going on, so I found like the most useful thing, and I always used to think this was lame. I literally put my life on Google Calendar. I plan everything. I plan like when I'm gonna have like some free time. Obviously, I don't necessarily 
obviously respect it, but I find that like it, it keeps me organized and it keeps me like on like on page. So if there ever is like a few days where I decide, you know what, like I don't want to do anything today, I just revert back to my calendar. I can see like what I need to do, get done for the week. Also, having like a whiteboard in my room, like also a calendar just to like mm -hmm. remind myself of things like when I wake up in the morning, like, okay, like I have to do this today. Maybe I'm not going to do it, but at least I know it's there. Like I have to do it. You don't have to get it done at some mm -hmm. point. Um, another thing, another life hack that I found like has helped me, but more in terms of like mental health, like stress from school and just in general is downloading this app called Oak. Basically it, um, is like a guided and unguided meditation. So mm -hmm. yeah, you know it, right? And I find it like, yeah. I find it so useful. It's free also. And like, it's really good because you can pick whatever sound that you want in the background. And then you can have like, um, like this lady or a man or whatever, basically helping you move through like meditation, breathing exercises for de-stressing. Hey, drop, drop that name again. What is it called? It's called, I'll type it in the, can I type? Yeah, you can Wait, type. I'll type it in the chat. Chat. Um, it's called the Oak app, and honestly, it's great because um, I find it's a good way to start your day and also to unwind your day. Um, you know, like when you wake up in the morning, obviously, like you probably don't want to get out of bed, so maybe you'll lay in bed for like half an hour, or sometimes on your phone or doing whatever. Instead of doing that, like it's very useful to just log onto the app, do a bit of meditation get yourself like in the right headspace for the day and then you can like move on mm -hmm. and do your activities. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, hey, that's some good, that's some good, that for sure. Mm -hmm. Lee, yeah. besides getting them games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for me, honestly, like, like, I'm heavily affected by, like, ADHD and shit. So, like, trying to put shit into organization is super hard, but super helpful at the same time. I'm, like, like I, I do the organization shit as well, but I always end up, like, deterring for it, from it. So, like, I, tr I try and, like, make myself as busy as possible. I feel like the real, like, the only life hack I've ever, like, used is, is like, um... As like putting putting like shirts you want steamed out out like hanging on like the outside of your shower and just like <laughs> and just get, getting all the wrinkles out that way. That's the only life hack I really use. <laughs> okay. I've never even I've never even thought of doing that. I always keep my clothes in the bed and I just kind of just <laughs> lay it out ready to go, you know. And I same. Actually, iron uh, to be able to get in the shower and it's the steam from the shower. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's smart. I might. Start I going. take really hot ass showers though. I so, do like, too. I heard it doesn't work with some people. Oh, but like I feel like you have to really make it fucking hot because I know some people just taking cold showers don't think it works. I'm like, no, it's the steam, dude. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm very similar to uh, your name is Tally, right? Talia. Talia. Okay. Yeah, I'm very similar to Talia. Um, I'm a spiritual person, and so in the mornings, I have learned that if I don't uh, start my day right, my whole day is thrown off. 
So when I get up, I will meditate for five to 10 minutes. I use an app called Insight Timer. Um, and then I, um, I have this gratitude journal, which, so in this gratitude journal, and I learned this from, because I watch a lot of people that uh, do a lot of positive mindset because I'm, I'm also like Leah, I have a lot of ADHD going on. I, my, my brain is going a million, <laughs> a million minutes an hour. And it's just like, I, I, the only way I can slow it down is by purposely doing things to slow my thoughts down. Um, and so exactly. in the mornings yeah. I will write three. So in, in my gratitude journal, I'll write down three things that I'm grateful for. And then I'll write down three things that I know that I can get done for that day. Things that I know are attainable for me to get done. So whether that's uh, today, I will get do my laundry. Today I'll clean my room, whatever. Today I'll, I'll do this work for this client. And then I write down two positive affirmations. And then also another life hack that I just recently discovered that has been very helpful um, is curating my social media. So now when I log on Instagram, I see like angel numbers and, and positive affirmations. And uh, oh, I see, really uh, uh, yeah, I see readings. Like uh, I'm very, I'm into like uh, spiritual readings. And so that's all I see on, on my um, page, on my explore page. And then when I get on TikTok, all I'm receiving is like sermons, like on, on my for you page, uh, sermons and like positive affirmations and readings also. Like it's, it's nothing but positivity of seeing when I log on my social media. Cause I learned that like, I also have the type of personality that's easily influenced by outside sources. So if I log on Facebook, not because I'm an empath also, if I log on Facebook and I see like a negative status, it, it attaches to me and then now I'm in a negative mood, so. Dude, yeah, I little... feel that, I feel that. I feel like, oh, what's it, what's it called when you can just feel other people's emotions? Empath. Uh, empath. Yeah. I feel like mm -hmm. I'm an empath. So like I literally had to delete Facebook because I had so many people like panicking over shit. I could just feel it. it like, yeah. like I'm not directly next to those people. Well, but I I felt that same feeling like next to other people who are super negative. Like I get mm -hmm. genuinely angry like when people are just like negative around me all the time. And yes. like like I, I it's have a, it's a transference of energy. Yeah. I like I have to be positive because like um like I feel like in my own head I I am so negative like naturally. Like the first thoughts in my head are always like the negative aspect of any situation. So I always have to like constantly reel myself back and just be like, okay, all right, what's going on here and what can I benefit from? So constantly, yes. like I'm always having like this weird thought battle in my head. It's so yes. like, like I, I do what? not need that extra negativity from other people. But guess what? That's human. We all have to train our brain. No, no human just automatically thinks positive. I, I just like recently in the past couple of years got really into positive mindset and affirmations and realizing that I control my life or whatever. But you, some, sometimes you have to go through like a period in your life where you learn that nobody's taught this stuff. Like you just kind of wake up one day and you're like, this ain't right. I, so I need something. This is not it. And then you start exploring and, and figuring out what options work for you. Mm -hmm. I, I I did that like three years ago. Like that's when it like really came to terms with me. Like it was hard. Yeah, I I want to say it was like last year for me. Like last year, twenty twenty. Like I I finally like got into the right positive space to where I could like get going on doing things. Because I was yeah. like I would always like self defeat myself before I would even get started. Yes, self sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. And it's so true what you're saying about like social media, like curating your social media is so good. That's actually so useful because it's true. You open your social media and all I'm seeing, like people my age, like 
doing a whole bunch of like moving in here, doing this, and it kind of makes you feel like a little bit like, oh my god, like, shit, yeah. like I'm behind. But in reality, it's like, no, you need to see like more positive things. Yeah, social media is such yes. a big tool. Right, right. Because at, yep. at the end of the day, everybody's on their own like own life path and their own mm-hmm. schedule. Like, Mm-hmm. You can't base anything off of nobody else, like anything. Mm-hmm. Like them as a good, like roadmap. You know what I'm saying? An example of how to potentially do something. But at the end of the day, you have to decide on your own way to actually make it work. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's say that yeah. again, man. Yeah. yeah. I think that I am like the. I'm actually kind of like the opposite in a sense. Like I'm definitely an empath. Um, I've known that for a long time. But I don't know, it's weird. I am kind of like, like how you are describing yourselves. I am kind of like the person that people like that are attracted to. Um, because I, I it, um, even in the work of things, I always try to find a way to turn it around. And I also don't take people's like, you know, word for it. Like, so let's say, you know, Byron comes up to me and he says, Ugh, I just had the worst day being around Talia. She just blah, 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 blah. Just being, you know, super negative about the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll Typical take- buyer. <laughs> I, I, will, I will hear that and I'll take that and I'll say, okay, but that was your experience. And I mentally try to just erase what mm-hmm. the, I, I had been around. That just planted the seed of how I think that my day is going to go. So I say to myself, that was Byron's experience. It's not going to be mine. And mm-hmm. I've, I've literally never, ever, ever, Lord, Lord, I've never been in a situation to where that did not work for me. And my experience is always different. I put your step that my day was going to be like how someone else's day was. And so mm-hmm. the mind is very powerful. Um, and But I do have a lot of people who are because of that positivity. So I think that mm-hmm. just from the time with those type of feelings and heaviness, I think that that um, is something I've been able to kind of craft to try to be, you know, just be better at so that I could, you know, help other people. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. Yeah. yeah that's, that's some real shit. Yes, I think the most important thing for everybody to remember is we're all human. We're all learning not to be hard on yourself. Like, Nobody is doing any process that's better than the other person, and we're all just in a learning process. It's a never-ending learning process. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So for me, uh, so Reda, you was done. You was done. Oh well, and other stuff. Just I'm very. Um, I can be kind of OCD. Um, so I um I have to put myself on a consistent schedule to make sure everything goes like how I want. And I think I can't remember if it was Char if it was Talia, but me, yeah, I'm exactly I feel like it's like a control thing. Yes, I'm I'm the same way. If I if I make this or make plans and I get it all organized and something gets messed up, that is the one thing that I still have a battle with. I depending on Mm -hmm. how important it was, I will have better not be in front of me. When yeah. I, because um, I it can be like a big deal. Like when I when I moved here for my apartment, my biggest number one thing was I did not want carpet. I I said that to any place I visited off top. 
And then like, yeah, um, we have some, a bunch of them already have a, a carpet, but we now have these new ones we've been renovating where they don't have carpet. And I'm like, perfect. I get here and I move. I, that, I signed in like July, August. I move in September. And we see when I walk into my apartment, is carpet. Bare carpet. Bare carpet. Like. And I, I looked at it and I turned around to walk off to the my parents. My parents were like, oh no, oh no, Shredder, please come down, come back, come back. Like, I was, that was it. I, I yeah, I, I understand you. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's hard for me. But like you said, like I do, I wake, when I wake up in the morning, and this week was like a, a long week for me because I didn't do any of my usual things. But I wake up 4 a.m. 15, I do my workout. Immediately after I do my workout, I do my prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of help get my heart rate back. I yep. get dressed, go outside, warm my car up, get my coffee ready, get my breakfast ready, make sure I, and then I go through my checklist of things, make sure mm-hmm. I have and I step. So if it's it messed up in that, I can kind of maneuver a little bit because it's not as big, but okay. it's important to have a plan. I, I have a lot of, I know I'm one of those people that even, I, I plan a lot, but then like my best friend, she is a winged type of girl and it yeah. works it works out for her every time. I'm like, oh yeah, that was close, but I got it. And I'm sitting here like I almost had a heart attack. I, I can't do <laughs> this every day. So oh my gosh. I very much relate to that. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 like 50% wing it, 50% plan. I only thing I like planning is trips. Like I get very intricate with trips. Like that's yeah, my- because they're supposed to be planned to a certain point, right? Like yeah, you ever go with people right. and they're like nothing planned? No. I'm like I want to maximize my 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 good times. Like I'm not afraid to spend the extra like two three hundred dollars if it means my experience will be like that much more better. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. you need to just wow. I use you're not supposed to say that. But anyway, like you know, like like I can't. I can't like settle for like the base level experience when I could be like up here. Like, why did I plan this trip then? Like, I'm supposed to be having fun. Like, mm-hmm. I should have everything. Like, um, like for instance, like uh, like uh, like we're planning a trip. To, <laughs> we're, we're still planning the trip right now to Miami. Like, like I'm I'm trust me. Like, I'm in the weeds. Like, I'm thinking about. I'm probably thinking about that more than like everybody else. Like, I'm like really like. Like in- Wait, you guys are going to Miami? Yeah. Yeah. You want to come? You want to come? When? I'm in Canada. <laughs> the borders I mean, are closed. Oh, yeah. That's right. Like non-essential travel. If we travel outside of the country, we have to come back. We have to pay $2,000. And then we have to quarantine in a hotel and also pay for our own hotel. And then Maybe they need to do that here so people can sit still. Specifically Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Florida's on some other. But what are yeah. y'all doing? Florida and Texas bugging. Um, and, uh, Atlanta. Oh yeah, too. yeah. No, in Texas, in Texas, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. Yeah, they, they just like yeah. they just they just woke up one day like no more pandemic. What? The governor yeah. announced it. Did Did you hear what fucking Doctor Fauci said about it though? No, oh, no it makes a lot of sense though. So Doctor Fauci was talking about it, and he was like. Like, okay, I really wish that they didn't do that, but it, it, like, it's not like I can tell them to, to uh, like, revert. Or, 
So he was like, besides that, though, oh, it's not like every other state ain't doing that either, or whether it's the government or their own citizens. And and the mask thing wasn't even a real deterrent for coronavirus. It was to keep people from coming into the hospitals as much from getting sick from other shit and taking up these other beds that other people might have needed because they're dying. But you're there. So, like, Dr. Fauci was like, yeah, it's annoying, but it's not the end of the world if they're not wearing masks. Really? Because, oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, still wear it. Because, like, goes against everything. Yeah, yeah. Have. Absolutely wear it, but I'm just saying. You know? That's crazy. Wow. But I can't wow. imagine. There's some truth to that, because at the hospitals, um, you'd be surprised at how many... Um, like lower cases of other things that we are seeing simply from masks, you know, because, you know, before coronavirus, you know, when you're you're worried about, you know, children coming in for, for flu and just lots of runny noses. I have seen smaller, you know, of course, I don't know statistics for every hospital, but it's proven. It's proven to work. Yes. 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 Down numbers for other things. But I mean, he's right though. People aren't listening. But I feel like it was more safety to, for me that that mandate should have stayed in place because safety wise, not just safety about health, it's safety about pe- keeping people physically safe. And I say that to say this: we know how folks act in Texas. So if that, they act? the fact that they're Texas is all about it's a red state. <laughs> I'm, I'm te- we're Texas and we're better than a lot of people and we're going to do what we yeah. want regardless. But our electricity don't uh, okay. <laughs> You know, so, and my thing is I'm worried about the safety of businesses. You know, if they don't have that mask mandate, businesses now will probably be targeted. Oh, well, the governor said I didn't have to wear a mask and now you're not going to serve me? Let me destroy something. Mm-hmm. That's why Texas and Florida are very similar. Mm-hmm. Okay. This gives me, like, my province vibes where I live, or like Alberta. Alberta. <laughs> These vibes. There's a kickback when you're Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Everybody okay. mute. Everybody mute real quick. Everybody mute real quick. Okay. All right. Hello? All right. Well, Hello? let's do this one by one. Hello. Okay. You're good. Hello. All right. Lee? Hello? Bro. Lee, he needs you to talk. Oh, oh. <laughs> Say something. Lee, talk. <laughs> I don't think he can uh, hear. I can't. Okay. I heard that, but like it's it's super like in and out right now. Like my Wi-Fi is oh. like shit. You looked hella lost. Okay. Yeah, because I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, bro, please stop. You okay, man? <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever, and like, this stops. Okay, yeah, your internet cut in and out while you were talking. Um, but uh, let's see who, who, astronomical. Yo, what's good? Welcome to the pod, my friend. What's good, bro? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, but yeah, um, Real Talk TV, right? Or am I tripping? Yes, sir. That is I. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So he has a YouTube channel as well. 
Um, he just hit a hundred subs. You know what I'm saying himself. You know what I'm saying. Congrats, appreciate. Oh, you noticed that? I, I, I. <laughs> well, actually, actually, oh, actually, okay. I'm gonna keep it 100. Lee told me, and then I was like, oh, and then I hit the button on my phone. I said, oh shit, look at that. He did hit a hundred. Yeah, before my goal, which was March 10th, I met one on one. So I'm gonna do like a uh, hundred subscriber video with the fiance over here. Got some okay, content. Got some content dropping with her, so it'll be more interesting. They they off my UD. Oh. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, let me do this. Number right here. Right there. I'm trying to put everybody back where they were. Um, but anyway, so my life hack. Okay, so that's where we are right now. Um. Okay. Hey, bro, bro, you got you got video or you just you just you just audio. Uh, I got a video, but it's like we uh we just literally like woke up, woke up. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. I want to cool. come support you before uh before church and stuff like that starts. So we want to hurry up. And oh, yeah, up. bro, I appreciate that. I do. I really do. I do appreciate that for sure. Um. So yeah, we're talking about life hacks right now. Um, I'm gonna get into mine. So my life hacks. So for one, like me, I noticed like for myself, um, like for some odd reason, like like some like stuff that shouldn't stuff shouldn't bother me as much as it does, but it really does. So like um, like for me, like I have to listen to like um, like just like so I started listening to like more positive like 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 speeches like i listen to like literally positivity speeches like i literally have to listen to them and now i'm like i have to listen to them like every day like i need to listen to them like like i either listen to them i normally listen to them while i'm in the shower or i listen to them while i'm working out and since i work out like five days out of the week like but different different places on my body redder so there is rest days um i'm not i'm not just going hard for no reason I, um, I, I wasn't even gonna say anything. No, 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 no. We already been there. We've been there, done that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. That's that's my that's my one thing. That's one thing I do. Um, two, uh, I like. Um, it's definitely like working out more. Um, uh, that's that that on that that. Honestly, it releases endorphins and it like it just helps you. It it honestly does. Like you'll feel more positive about yourself, like in Yo, doing that. Yo, one sec. Can I get caught up in like the last ten minutes <laughs> or last no, five no, minutes? No. So literally, I'm just talking about my life hacks, bro. You didn't miss a thing. Welcome back, Lee. I couldn't hear what anybody was saying. But Shamar, are like as soon as he joined, like I could hear Shamar clearly, but everybody else was just like in and out constantly. So that's what I was doing. I was trying to like keep refreshing it till it fixes itself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I feel. Excuse me. I feel so yeah. So that's that's number two. Number three, um, for me is um, is like. Uh, I, I wouldn't even say it's a, it's not it's not necessarily a life life hack. Well, I guess I guess it kind of is. Like like negative people and negative things, I just I just cut them off. Like mid mid sentence, like I'm just cutting you off. Like 
Like, and it seems rude and it seems like, oh, you don't like, oh, you don't really F with me no more. You don't want to like talk to me no more. Like, nah, it's not even that. Like, I literally cannot function with you talking. Like, I can't. <laughs> the moment you open your mouth, I'm literally done. Like, so I have Yeah, to I'm the same way. <laughs> like, I have to be done with this. Like, whether, and however I shut you up is however I choose to do it. Like, whether I end up whether I end up blocking you or I end up like just getting off social media entirely, you know what I'm saying? Like, or I just don't respond like on the phone, like to where I'm just like going the other way. Like even some people, even some people, just your, just their existence reminds me of something like bad that happened. And I'm just like, yo, I'm done. Like, I can't even, I can't even do, I can't even do that person no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yo. It's kind of bad, you know what I'm saying? To be that way, but that's just how I have to be to function. For myself, yeah, it, like that, for real. it ain't bad. If you don't fuck with somebody, tell them you don't fuck with us. It's like I'm, I'm so tired of beating around the bush with some people. I fucking, <laughs> I, you don't seem like you're the bush at all. <laughs> right. I, I can't do that fuck anymore. I dead ass. So like, there's this kid I, I absolutely hated from the get go. I didn't even know why. But like I could just sense that I, I I knew I wasn't gonna like this person at all. And usually I'm right when it comes to those types of things. And, and of course I was right this time too. As soon as this kid opens up his mouth, oh I I figured out why. He was just like this instant entitled little shit. I was he would just complain nonstop. Oh, I hated work. Like literally, leadership had to like like uh, keep us apart because I was gonna punch the shit out of. He made me so angry. I was, I was so tired. No. I, I did ask, told him to his face. I was like, I do not like you. Please, please remove yourself from me. Hey. Hey. He's like, yeah. what, you got a problem with me? I was like, yes, I got a fucking problem with you. Do you see what I look like in comparison to you, you chubby little fuck? <laughs> I'm so mad. Oh, oh, no, there's a um. Wait, what's your sign? What my sign? I'm a I'm a Libra. Oh, okay. I was uh like with him in particular. Like I have a few stories that like really establish his character, or, or like uh, but like if you can think of an entitled like white kid, kid. That's pretty much who he is. Like on general now, on general, oh shit, yeah. Like he's just like super ignorant on other cultures. Like he feels entitled to any type of situation. Think about that free degree, and that that's just the type of person he is. Like super annoying. You know, there's this quote that says, uh, "Pay attention to the way your spirit feels around people," because that. There's a reason you're feeling that way. So if, if if your spirit feels off about somebody, listen to it and let them go. Literally, uh, I feel like my is almost always correct. So I I'm always listening. To it. What's crazy is the topic y'all are talking about is literally what me and her recorded last night. Protect your uh potential spirit, your energy, and wow. um, love people. Yes. From a so we Look literally, at that. We literally alignment. Look at that. This, <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> loving people from a distance, you know, you have some people just like Lee just said, it just piss you off, or you just want to put through a wall. Like, um, 
Like people think that I'm the nicest person on the earth, which I can be because I'm like, you know, my denomination will be considered, you know, like Christian or whatever. But no, I just I want to put people, I want to punch people through walls just as butt bad as the next person do. Like, what? Like, you know how many people irritate me that I want to put them through a wall? So with people like that that just throw you off your whole balance, like your whole um your whole energy. You have to avoid those people or just ignore them because it's not worth your time. Mm-hmm. Like the time that you, the energy that you invest in people, you can maybe start your own business, go to the gym, do your hobbies, to try to divert that energy to some some else. Because if you don't, then now your mood is blown, your whole day is ruined, and the person that's trying to piss you off is gonna get off on that. You making them happy by your reaction, and now you in a bad and crappy mood. You know what I'm saying? And they at night they over there. Yeah. yeah, you were twisting and turning your feelings like, and stuff like that. Then you have the other people who you actually like and mess with, but it's a, it's a discomfort somewhere or it's a disconnect somewhere. Maybe you you had a friendship and you always feel like that you up here and they right here. You always put the effort to, um, to meet needs in with them, but they can never reciprocate that back to you. So it's always an off balance. Like uh, for example, like. When y'all part ways from IUD and y'all become real close with each other, uh, real close with each other, and once the other person get back to the states and go back to their daily life, they just uh, just uh, completely forgot about you. This is kind of like in the military, with one piece of just bittersweet moments. All the memories and stuff y'all shared, like person just open forget about you, and you reaching out and reaching out and reaching out. Those people you just have to lower distance, like you know. Apparently, all of a sudden, now the life hacks and reality checks and all that come hidden and crashing down. Maybe they got some unfortunate stuff going on, and you want to be that friend that can help them out, and they just won't let you. You just got to love them from a distance because if you don't, it's going to piss you off. And it's going to make you want to unfriend them, unblock them. You know, I tell people all the time, you got but one, ten, one time to turn my hand, slap my hand away. After that, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to chase after you or demand your your acceptance or whatever you got going on, like that's that's just it. You know, if you reach out to me, and ask you ask me for advice, that's cool. You know, if some good happened to you. Oh, most oh, I'm glad here, glad to hear that. Some bad to you. I'll definitely be praying for you. But that's facts. Love people. From- I love the way you put that. And to add to that, I think people get attached to um, time and and experiences that they have with people and they keep them around for that like oh we've been best friends since we were five Absolutely. but that's but that but we have history together okay so what it, it, it well look at the way this person is treating you so you really should let them go right. and they have the audacity to do that to you knowing the history that you have together <laughs> so that's, definitely don't don't let ties keep uh, people around Right, with right. friendships, this, this is how y'all think about. This is how y'all should think about friendships. Of course, some of us we had that childhood best friend to where, you know, we always slept at each other's house and we always told each other deepest darkest secrets to whatever. But this, this is how you could classify friends, man. What have you and that friend been through together that y'all bounced back from? What have they done for you? You know that's that that was benef- that, that was beneficial and added to your life. And that does not have to be materialistic. That could be emotional support. It could be um. It could be uh, it could go in different variety of things than materialistic or money or anything like that. So that's just one thing to take into factor when uh you weighing like is this person worth keeping around or dealing with? Just that's just something else to think about. Right. That's good sure. stuff. Yeah. So um. Oh, uh, this topic is now dead. 
We're going to topic number two. <laughs> We're going to topic number two because we could be here all day. Yes, yeah. yeah. I showed it. That's oh, a good okay. topic, though. Yeah, that is a good topic to explore. Um, so topic number two is how would you change America for the better? Like, so what? Uh-huh. What? What is your? What is your top thing like? Like mm. your number one thing that you're like, yo, I, this is what I want to change. Like. And this is how this is how I would like to see it going from here. Now, Talia, in your case, you're in Canada. How would you change Canada for the better? Okay, <laughs> we can we can modify this. So, um, starting with you, go ahead. Um, Canada. I would definitely say treatment of like the First Nations people here, because um. It's really horrible. Um, like, you have a lot of First Nations peoples like living in the streets. A lot of them with like can, addiction issues. Can you explain what what is a First Nations person? Oh, like, First Nations basically Native American, but because like okay. um, in in Canada we call them First Nations. Um, okay. Okay. Or Indigenous like- people. What's they look like? First name. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I like, and it's it's like really horrible because, like, I would say probably like what during like the like fifties, maybe even a little bit earlier until even like the nineties, they had what were called like residential schools. So basically, residential schools were places where they would forcefully like assimilate First Nations people into like European white culture. So basically, they would uh, abuse them, assault them, cut off their hair, force them not to speak their mother tongue, force them to change religion um, to Christianity. And that honestly, obviously, once they were abolished, um, they returned and went back into their communities. But that's where the issues came from, like all the issues to do with like addiction and like like poverty now in their community because you know they're assimilated into like this white culture, white especially like French culture that we have here. They go back into their communities and like they don't like what's what's the word like they can't see themselves in their own people because like they haven't been like around their communities for how many years now they are completely different people now so it ended up causing a lot of depression um within the communities and obviously a lot of people that are depressed and that don't have access to like like um like mental health professionals because they're like the reserves that are in Canada, they're super far away from like, they're very remote. They're far away from cities. Like they don't have access to the same. It's a, it's almost as if like it's two different countries, like the reserve compared to the rest of Canada. So they don't have access to good healthcare over there. They don't have access to the same type of like, um, what's it called? Uh, schools, um, services that like, for example, I would have living in like a city like Montreal. They don't have that, even though like they would probably be like what an hour or two away. Um, and like, yeah, so it just ended up becoming generational trauma. And it's, it's, it's just, it's just a very like messed up situation. So definitely like, there's a lot of things that they could be doing to help them. And now they're living, there's a lot of them living on the streets or there's a lot of like kidnapped 
missing indigenous women, that it goes unnoticed. People are not talking about it. People are not doing anything about it. It's as if like it doesn't exist. So wow, that's that's crazy. And it's crazy because unless you're from Canada, you're not gonna know that that's a thing. And it's a very yeah, big problem. Wow, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Like you, you educated me. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah, a, either that's awful. It's, it's, only, it's only within the past two years, I would say, that like, like white, like white institutions in Canada have started to basically now they're recognizing the fact that they're like teaching living on unceded and unceded indigenous like land. So basically like they're literally like teaching and like taking advantage of the lands that indigenous people had before that they, that they were stolen from or even like burial grounds. It's only within the last two years that now whenever we have like press conferences or classes or speakers, like they'll come in and they'll be like, okay, we've recognized that this is unceded territory. Only in the last two years. Wow. Yeah. Man. So it's a lot there. So definitely that. Okay. Hey guys, um, our Bible study like that we about to join is about to start. I just want to stop by support so uh support you, bro. This is actually cool. I'm gonna try to stop by more often. Please continue to do this. It's oh, actually yeah. reminds me of the real talk Saturday. So this this is this is cool. I like yeah, what you got it's, going it's on. Yeah, nice like, I started going to the real talks on Saturday, and then I was like, "Yo, this is just like my podcast." <laughs> when I first got there, I was like, "Dang!" I was like, "That's crazy." Do you do you do you record these at all? Yeah, this is live, recorded on YouTube, Facebook, all of that, right now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You use the Streamyard, so you stream it through multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I use Streamlabs. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. It was nice meeting y'all. Keep it up, bro. Nice meeting you. Oh, yeah, Bye. Bye. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. On the, the fucking everything, man. The hundred subscribers, the new the new soon-to-be wife, you know. Congrats, man. Big ups to you, man. I'm watching. I'm watching. Thank you. I, that means a lot. That means a lot, man. That watch time is everything. So just like uh just like smooth here, if he post if he upload a, a 20 minute video and even if it disinterests you, just let it play out. Like go do something else. It will help his channel grow, honestly. It will help his channel grow and eventually put money in his pockets too as well. So like yeah. Thanks for the support. Thanks for the tremendous support. Yeah, for sure. And smooth, put your put uh link your videos in the chat um uh, like the actual from YouTube itself so I can I can watch it and like it and, and share it. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. I will. I'll start dropping them in there. Let's go. All right, y'all. All right, bet, bro. Bye. Nice meeting you. All right. Cool. 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 Refresh uh, my memory on on the question again. <laughs> I got oh, look, look, I got look, short term look. memory. <laughs> so listen, so listen, let me reset the room. Let me get my club out. I want to reset the room real quick. Oh, so, <laughs> so the, the question is, how could you change? How would you change America for the better for your country that you currently live in, which is Canada, Italia? Um, gotcha. How would you? What, what was your one thing? And it's just one because we could go, we could go all day. And unpack a whole lot for just one. So Lee, what's your one? So my one thing is um like I after like kind of educating myself on like our uh like government system and whatnot, 
But, like, I think we really need to, like, replace, like, a lot of people in office that have been there for, like, years. Like, uh, we need to remove, uh, like, it, overall, as a society uh, in America, we really need to remove this idea of traditionalism. Um, where these ideas just do not work anymore. The the whole mindset of uh, like credit and shit needs to be changed. There are so many countries that don't even know what the fuck that is. Is like we have people out here in constant debt because we allowed to, them to put themselves there. Or, like I would just change the entire general mindset of traditionalism. We need to remove a bunch of these old heads and get some fresh minds in our government. That's the one thing I would like to change about that narrative. Man, bro, you took mine. So now I have to come up with something else. But man, it's a good one, bro. For real. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that 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 has to be done ASAP before like everything else, because that traditional mindset of the politicians don't hold all the ideas. It's disgusting. It doesn't make any sense anymore, but people are so stuck in the Republican and Democratic ways, our two-party system, that they they are, like, just bred. They're like, we're literally breeding those people all into thinking that stupid shit because nobody can think freely anymore. Facts. Okay, so, Char? Man... I, so as a, a black person and a black woman, <laughs> there are so many things I could say on this. And I think about this very often, so much so I don't even, I don't have a, like a one, uh, one for all answer for this, except for the obvious that we obviously need more people of color and leadership in this country. Um, and I think, I think Obama was a step, but it was, it's not enough. And it was it was a big it was the beginning, but then I also I personally feel like Trump was um, a lot of people's revenge for having a a black person as president, and we see how that turned out. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so uh, I just think there needs to be a lot of change with with a lot more opportunities for for black people, um, and it starts in because people don't realize that in order for us to get into the uh, White House, it starts with local local things. You you have to vote in local officials and lo- a local police department um, that looks like us. It has to start there. If it doesn't start there, we're never going to, to make it to where we can really make a bigger change. Because um, what I also don't like is that a lot of people would blame Obama for uh, and say he wasn't doing enough, but he only has so con- so much control as president. Pre- the president really doesn't mm-hmm. have much as, con- uh, as much control as a lot of people realize. And, and it also trickles down to the Senate <laughs> and Congress. Mm-hmm. These are the people that are, are voting against the laws that he was trying to create, that he was trying to push. Um, and we all know it's because he was a black man. Like, because look at look at um, uh, Biden. He 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 just passed a law where they they named, um, I think they named what was his name? Uh, the most recent man that was was uh, uh, strangled to death. Uh, they, they passed a law that was like named after him. I can't remember the, the name. Right. I'm you talking about George Floyd, right? Yes, yes, yes. Like he was able to get that passed. Like, um, I just think that there needs to be a lot of barriers that are broken down for it to be okay to look at us in a positive positive light. I do think that millennials are making that change. We are coming together and we're starting 
to get there, but there's still a lot more that needs to be done. Oh, yeah. Right. So, uh, that too. That's a great. That's a great point. Alex. Absolutely. So, absolutely great point. <laughs> I feel yes. like as, as all of us as professionals um, probably have to deal with that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's being seen as you feel like you're like stepping over other people in your culture, or you feel like you're better than other people in your culture, and that's not the case. I mean, we're just. We're and just elevation, trying to get, when you, you elevate, know, you do have to change. Yeah, well, you, yeah. Have to, you have to be willing to change in certain ways, but you got to get in where you fit in so that you can start mm -hmm. to make those changes. Because if you're not in a position of power to do it. Right. And you, right. Have to be, you have to be relatable. So, you know, I know people a lot like, nowadays, we call it like code switching. But um, <laughs> it is, yeah. it is, what, it is, it is. I, to me, honestly, I, I'm, I'm over that. It is what it is. If I have to code switch to get you to be drawn in to see me as your fellow professional and then we can go from there to educate and move forward do what you gotta do right right so so be it like so wait wait um, um are you lee are you familiar with code switching i um i think i have an idea i've never heard of it before but like it, tell me if i'm wrong but is it whenever you kind of like switch your personality based on who you're talking to now your yeah. person well yeah not yeah. necessarily your personality but like the way you talk and yeah your speech your manners. yeah because i do that professionalized like i don't speak like this all the time i like it, it depending on the setting i mean like you know i'm 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 bunkering down uh i'm not saying any cuss words you know Oh, I change face real quick to like get through <laughs> any type of interview or supervisor meeting or whatever, you know. Right. But, and like I, I feel like that's normal. For for you it is normal, but for us But for black people, we're not being in ourselves. Yeah. For us, it's about the survival for black people. Yeah, it's Yes. You know, it's we yes. I do, that, I do. Absolutely. It is a form of survival for us. Um And it's draining. Ooh, right, it's draining. It's, it's, it's basically it's basically instead of being Byron, you know what I'm saying? Like that I'm on, on a podcast talking like this. Like nah, like I become like a totally different person. Like I my name my name might just be like I don't know what it is when I turn when I call. Like I might be a Matt. I might be a Matt. Like my name is Matt now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even black anymore. Like. Mm -hmm. Listen, I have, I have, I coach with so much that I have been in white settings where white people have told me that I act, um, I'm, I'm the whitest black person they know, and and I'm like, child, yeah. how do you know? This is a whole facade. Because I've heard that shit before, and I'm from El Paso, um, right next to Juarez. I, I used to live just north of the border, or so, I. Like I experienced like the whole obverse of um like the racism thing. Like for a long period of my life, I I legit thought I was like the minority. I thought white people were the minority. I had mm -hmm. no clue. Wow. Uh, so like I'm I'm kind of aware, or and even still, I didn't have the same level of code switching. I'm not like saying that that thing that um I fully understand that aspect. I I, I do too. In extent, and because like people were very aware er, that I'm I'm white, right? But I have all the 
different mannerisms of my culture and background there in El Paso. Oh, so like when I go into like different states and stuff and people like, like see, see the way I act like on my own time, um, they get kind of confused. They're like, you're because I've heard them like, you're the blackest white person I've ever met before. Or, and like, I get very confused real quick. It's like, I don't like, like, I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. This is my personality at the most genuine state. Hey, the fact that you have to associate it you know, with a, like a whole nother culture and not my identity as an individual is a problem with me. Yeah, it's like very you, so, so, right. so you're take taking that and imagine and attaching it to something completely out of the water because you, you're trying to like belittle mm -hmm. me. Right. So take that and imagine you're a black person and the entire black community is, is not accepting you because you are choosing to uh, uh, speak what they call proper and you're and, and they're they're yeah. saying, Oh, you're not you're not one of us and they're imagine that. On Which a is daily a whole basis, problem your entire life. Because, because yeah. it's like, why why is speaking properly only equated to whiteness? That's exactly. something like I never understood. Especially right. living right, like like living in, for example, like Canada. We do obviously it's it's not the same type of culture as the US. We do obviously have like a big um population of, of like black people, but we definitely don't have as much as like the US does. So I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of the times, like, I guess, like, like the, the biggest, like, density of Black people, I would definitely say live in, in Toronto. So, like, they definitely have their own culture that's, like, inspired by, like, Jamaican culture. So the way that they speak is, is definitely different. But, like, sometimes I'm here and, like, I'll have a white person come tell me, wow, like, you sound, like, white. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why, right. why is that like, what is, why is that a thing, you know? And they just took your whole identity from you. you know, exactly. Just like, like, you don't know me? You don't know, you know where I'm from? Right. Like, <laughs> please. Yeah. And, and I, like, we, uh, I would just like to say that I, I think that every black person appreciate, appreciates a white person that's willing to learn and just understand us. And the fact that you, like you just said, you didn't really understand what it was, but you now you're you're, you're open to learning and, and understanding us better by asking the questions. That's all we really want most of the time. Just try to understand me and, and <laughs> hear me out. Like, yeah. I, just, for me, I, I've always been uh, like a very like question-oriented person in general. Like I've always questioned everything and it's really put me in a lot of bad ways because <laughs> of it. Um, if I'm being completely honest, especially in the military in this like hierarchy of mm. um, supervision and rank, and they really don't appreciate it, the way I, I question or challenge people. Well, if I do not feel like you are the type of type of leader I want, I'm going to set you straight hey, and tell you uh, how me and my people or my fellow employees is, you know, Oh, need to be treated it like I do not need a leader that is um, constantly telling me what to do but not why I'm doing it I need those reasons and you're, you're not gonna just as uh, pull me inside I did say I'm like quote-unquote challenging you so that like I'm trying to like belittle you or, or like take control of the situation no that's a, that is never the case I know how I deserve to be treated and and what my time is worth 
first, and you are not going to sit there and take that from me, be like I'm just some little pawn. I am more than that, and I and I know what I got to do to get by. I like the military. I can't just walk away from this. It's like my six years are up. I'm gone. Like I I don't I don't do this shit. Shit. I I refuse to be treated like this. I don't like it. I feel, I feel like that's a, that's a common problem like with a lot of people like like I feel like it, it's taken like a negative connotation but a lot of people say that like oh like you'll have problems with authority it's not necessarily problems with authority I feel like it's just an abuse of power it's a very big difference you know because I don't like yeah. I don't I'll never have an issue following someone who is like using their leadership and their like whatever like hierarchical power they have over me like in a like pleasant positive way it's not to say that they need to be nice all the time but i mean like i feel like there's limits right right okay so so to get back on topic here retta like was that your what was your one thing you wanted to change about america um, I, so I didn't say because I mean it was we were getting in the groove, so I was just going with it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But um, I, there are so many things that we can change. I feel like the the matter of the fact is is that anybody like I would never want to be the president because they they have um, so many eyes on them to change multiple things, and I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you're having to focus on more than one thing, you may be able to give 20, 40, 50 percent to each, you know, area that you're trying to work, work on. Mm -hmm. but you'll never be able to give it 100 percent your all to every single thing. You just can't. Your attention is divided. So when I was thinking about you asking this question, um, honestly, the biggest thing and my reason is biased because of my profession, but um, the biggest thing I would want to change for the United States would be health um, healthcare disparities. That would be my main focus, my main goal. Um, just because we there we lose so many people, um, black women especially, um, to things that could have been prevented. So that would be one thing on to change. Um, just really starting from the the level of school you know how they're studying mm -hmm. these different conditions how they present differently based on someone's um culture and race so that would be my main focus because you know for for instance you you don't if you if you weren't studying this and you I don't think a lot of people realize that that what people study in med school and things like that it's based on how it's presented to a white male. So, you know, if ever studied is how the symptoms present themselves in a male, if a black male or a black woman or a Hispanic woman or anyone from any other race comes into the hospital, you you may not even connect it to that same condition and therefore you misdiagnose and that's how people die. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that that that's been a that's been an ongoing struggle. That 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 even stems back to like black people's mistrust in the medical system. You know what I'm saying? And that's why like the, high, the high, very very like high percentage of us don't even want to get the vaccine, which I completely understand because it's like it's like the, the government has not shown like okay if the person the person that slapped didn't done 
the government's done more than slap you two times. The government has literally like killed off members of your 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 family, you know what I'm saying, of your family tree. So now when you look at them saying like, oh, you need to put this in your body, this thing that we've never approved before. We never approved an mRNA, you know, vaccine, but we're gonna we're gonna stick this in your body. Like it's hard to sell that to people. You know what I'm saying? It's really hard to sell that to those communities. Like it's, it's really hard. It was for my years of that. Um, because I feel like I do have a duty and a responsibility to connect and bring those two parts together. So when mm -hmm. I'm at work, I have discussions with my white and my, my white coworkers. They asked, I literally had a surgeon ask me one day and he said, you know, Sharetta, I want to ask you a question because I know that um, this is something you would appreciate and we could have a good conversation about it. And he said, right now, what is the concern in the black community of, over this vaccine? What are their fears? I don't understand. Will you talk to me about it? And I said, absolutely. And we had a full, you know, conversation about the mistrust, the the history, you know, all the issues that came about that. Um, mm -hmm. Then, you know, I talked about my own fears and my own duty as a healthcare worker and as a black person to take the vaccine. And, you know, and then be able to come back to my family and friends and say, I know that this is um, hard to accept or hard to see. But this is what I'm doing and this is what I want you to do, because even if you don't trust them, trust me. And that's that's a lot of responsibility because you don't know. I can only make a decision based off the information that I know from people that I trust that have more insight and then bring that information back to my people. And it's hard because, you know, when all of this first started with COVID, I was super I was following it along before it got to the States, but I was super chilled about it. I was like, this is what we've been learning about. This is what we see, you know, flu like symptoms, whatever, whatever. And then when it comes out that the government was really downplaying it, that was a hit to me because people were trusting me to tell them what to do. And that mm -hmm. was because I I led a lot of people astray. And that mm -hmm. that is something that I won't you know, I'll always remember that. Right. So it, it it's it's hard. Yeah. Don't blame don't blame yourself. Don't don't be so hard on yourself about that. Like like it's 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 a lot of uh it's a lot of different it's a lot of different stuff like to unpack there. Like it it's it's there's so many layers. Like you you you'll end up just peeling back, peeling back like I I don't know if the for this country to get to the point where the trust can be healed is going to be so hard, you know, without a total revamp of the entire thing. Like you literally would have to scrap it all, you know what I'm saying? Break it down piece by piece and rebuild it back together. You know, what you say? Mm -hmm. so, the trash and start over. <laughs> right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like, I do want to bring something up. Uh, and I feel like this is a pretty good time to do it because I was talking to like some of my medical friends back home um, that I work with and um, like we we had said this jokingly eh, but then it sparked like a pretty good conversation and um, so like you know how like when you go see a doctor or and uh, maybe it gets a little um, like when it involves like your private parts you can you can request um, somebody of the same gender right so we, we we were talking about like or just race in, in the, the clinic and whatnot and um we were like what wouldn't it be nice if we could um ask for our own ethnicity in the clinic 
uh, to talk to um, as a patient care provider. And like, we were laughing about it, but then like, it took us a second. We were just like, that, that, w that wouldn't be too bad at all, actually. I bet, you know, like a lot of people would ap appreciate that more than we think. That, that was, so that, uh, what, what do you think about that as a patient care provider? Or does ask for somebody of your own ethnicity? Um, I feel like um, that honestly would be beneficial for a lot of people to help rebuild trust. Um, your your issue would run into where you would run into an issue is that um, people are going to give pushback. They're going to say, oh, that's just another way for people to be racist. Because you do have you we've had I mean, there's been tons of issues, even things that I've been a part of where someone I've seen people refuse care. That person wasn't the same race as them. So you're going to have a fine line between that because, you know, people are going to see that as a as a as an act of of aggression. But right. I feel like that overall concept would honestly help to rebuild trust and with healthcare people and um, and the people that we take care of. Uh, because you, you at least I know that, and, and people people don't realize it, but people already do that. I, you know, and not necessarily in a setting like if I if you come into the ER, people people are definitely afraid to be like, can I see someone that is the same you know color as me? But when you're looking for providers, I made sure when I looked for a gynecologist here, I looked for a woman. Would I have preferred a black woman? Yeah, but um, you know, I, I I still went to a white woman, but it was a woman. My dentist, I look for a black woman. My primary care provider, I'm looking for a black woman. Because I know that that is essential to my survival. Yeah, I think, it, I think it could be useful, but I think it also depends on like your location. Because in Canada, oh. that shit would not freaking, that would, that would not work. We don't have enough. <laughs> it's so hard finding one that's like that's black like it's i don't think i've ever met any in my lifetime right now that's even crazy. for teachers even for teachers too i know it's very common in the u.s to have black teachers it's not something that really happens too often here unless like you're in a specific area and even then it's very rare i've never had a like black teacher in my entire life wow yeah wow <laughs> although i haven't had a lot of black teachers but that's crazy yeah. 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 I think uh, I, I think I can name uh, all my teachers though. Like I think I can name here. them all. And that's I ridiculous. Count, maybe on, yeah. I can count on two hands, and that's it. Yeah, I can't like, go past like, ten. Um, <laughs> there, there's only like specific teachers who like really made an impact on me that I actually cared to like remember right. their name. But like that's it. Though. Everybody else, uh, I have no yeah. fucking clue. Where or I don't even yeah. remember what they look. Like. I'll. I, yeah. I'll to piggyback off of something that Lee said earlier um, that I was going to uh, kind of agree with. Um, mm -hmm. What was it? Oh, um, I saw this post the other day and it was like, can we normalize making it okay to say, I don't care about that and walk away? Um, yes. I saw that yeah. post, I was like, man, facts. Because now, granted, <laughs> in a professional setting, that's never okay. Right. It's never going to be okay. But there's yeah. some times in life, not in a professional setting, but in life, where I literally want to say, I, I truly, honestly don't care about that, and then let it go. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but everyone stays and get offended by everything that you can't, you hardly can mm -hmm. without it, without you being canceled. And then it's like, when you, when you lean into 
stuff like that. How are you, how are people ever going to be able to get to know their true selves and their, and who they are to other people and make true connections if everyone is being so fake from the beginning? Oh yeah. And everybody just constantly conforming to whatever crowd they happen to be around. Like, I mean, it is a real thing that you are a product of your environment and, but there is always, always, always a sense of individuality in yourself. Mm. Um, and the, like some people get really afraid of saying certain things that they may or may not like, like and confronting mm. certain individuals. Ooh, you know what? That's I'm about problem. to bring up. Um, you all, I don't know if you all watch uh, This Is Us, but on This Is Us, um, there there's three families. They're all connected. I won't get into it, but there's a black family. And uh, basically the black man um, in that family was raised by a white family. So he didn't really get the experience of being, uh, you know, his uh, uh, culture of being black. So now he's going through like a self-discovery phase where he's learning that it's okay to express being black, wanting to be around black people and black uh, counselors and what have you. And so um, there's, he's been going to counseling and during his, he's been going to see uh, uh, a white woman counselor and she's great, but he's starting to get to a part in his life where he wants to open up about black trauma and things he experienced growing up black that he couldn't really uh, fully express being in a white household. And he's realizing that he chose a counselor that reflected his his white mother. Cause I mean, he was raised by a white woman. So he went and chose a counselor that was a white woman because that's what he grew up with. And now he's cut ties for her. It was like, hey, I need to now explore and go in the direction of getting a black man counselor that can relate to me so I can really open up. And she was like, okay, that's fine. And he was expecting her to like take it the wrong way and, and, and be offended when he said that. And she was like, I completely understand you have to connect with what you need to connect mm -hmm. with to really get, get to that part of you. So absolutely. Like do what you need to do to, to connect or feel more comfortable. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with preference. If people, anybody who says something's wrong with that, they're, they're just being negative. Like we, we connect to who we relate to. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's that, it's that fine, it's that fine yeah. line though, because there, like you said, there's nothing wrong with having a preference, but then you have the people who are refusing certain things because they feel yeah. like that particular race lacks the capability. So that's that's where that that line is, and I think that's, that's true. What people, mm -hmm. I think that's what people, especially I feel like with hospitals and PR, that would be their the, the lawyers would shut that down. Absolutely, they would say absolutely not because from a PR mm -hmm. standpoint, that is going to leave us very vulnerable to mm -hmm. uh, claims of racism or stereotypes or whatever. So even right. though it's that's a good point. Patients, it'll never happen. That's a good like, point. Like in clinics, I feel like it would be much, much easier to do. At least in my clinic and uh, different like hospitals I've been to, they are super patient care um, centered. So like, when it comes to like making sure your patient is as comfortable as possible, oh, well, like there, there's a lot of those things that are taken into account. And then maybe race is never brought up. Uh, but I, I know like a lot of like professional uh, like um, doctors and. Uh, nurses and technicians that like would definitely be open to that act. like if if they weren't the right person for the job they know that there's always somebody else else that that person may or may not be more comfortable with but and uh, obviously that uh, like working in a clinic too there are certain rules to abide by by that you, you need to make sure that are still followed uh, with uh, like HIPAA being the biggest part of it, it and uh, the privacy act so like 
whenever you do but that is also up to like the patient too so like as a, t a technician you can ask these questions to make sure or in the future that they are well taken care of by somebody of their of their choice first that is available but also as a patient you need to be a semi uh, accommodating you know oh well, depending on your area maybe that's not available at the moment that, and you need to take a level of accommodation and, and um, kind of fill out whomever doctor you would, you know? Right, right. Um, so listen, y'all. This has been a great talk. Yeah. This has been a really good conversation. It, it really it has. Yeah. Um, again, I want to thank all y'all for coming on. You know what I'm saying? Um, thank y'all for being here. Uh, for those that are watching and have watched, um, thank you for coming through. Uh, you know, we're doing we're doing uh, we're doing bigger and better things. You know what I'm saying? In the future, a lot of things uh, planned. You know what I'm saying? Some blogs, trip things, um, and things like that. Uh, will y'all get everything? No. Okay. I have a private life. Um, but there will be some stuff vlogged from the like the Miami trip and things of that nature um, in the future. But uh, we not uh, like yeah, I'm getting a GoPro. Like I'm ordering that off of Amazon. Oh, nice. oh that was sweet. Just tape it to your head. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be fun. You're getting a what? What are y'all going? A GoPro. A GoPro because no, like we like, going August. Yeah, we going August, August nineteenth through the twenty second. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a Thursday to a Sunday. I'm really okay. going. I'm, I'm gonna end up staying till Monday though. Like, but that's just me. Like, I don't know if you know, everybody. You know, I, I lived in Miami I, I always, for a little bit. Miami Monday, that's me with a trip. I never leave on Sunday. Like, I always stay. Well, Char, that means you have to come with us. So you can be our guide. <laughs> yeah, I have a couple of people I still know from living out there. Okay. Hey. Let's go then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, y'all, we out. The pod is done. Uh, thank y'all for watching. Subscribe. Bye. Comment, all that other good stuff. We out. Yeah, this is